Welcome. You are listening to Park Avenue Podcasts, and this is Rabbi Elliot Cosgrove. While it's always better to hear it live, this is a place to be to catch the music, sermons, and select programs of Park Avenue Synagogue. If you like what you are hearing or want to learn more about the community, please check out our website at www.pasyn.org. Enjoy our latest installment. Shabbat Shalom. When the Jewish people were in danger, the Baal Shem Tov would go into the woods outside of the city of Mizhibaj and pray for their safety. Reb Levi Yitzchak of Berdichev would go and wander the woods outside of Kiev to look for mystical inspiration. Reb Zuzia moved to the woods and lived there instead of living in the cities of Ukraine. And Rabbi Nachman would wander the woods outside of Uman and bless the trees and the streams and all the nature that he saw. All of these forests that our Hasidic masters would wander had something in common. They were all in the cities of Ukraine and they are all the sites of refugees and fear today. And these woods, these woods that were vast and deep pine forests for miles, these woods in Ukraine birthed the greatest spiritual revival that the Jewish people have seen in over a thousand years, the Hasidic movement. These woods had something special about them that led these people to go out there and seek God. They led people to seek protection. What the woods had, according to the rabbis, for the most part, was actually that they inspired fear. And the woods were a scary place. They were a scary place at night in the 18th century for many reasons. There weren't lights. There were animals And frankly, there were many, many non-Jews who would not look so favorably on meeting a Jew in the woods at night. And these woods were dark and they were scary. And yet the rabbis went out into them and they sought God's face. Rabbi Nachman requires, says, for a Jew to really commune with the Lord, they must go out into the woods at night. And there pour out their heart and soul, and that's how they will find God. But Rebbe Nachman also warns people about going out into those woods. He says, sometimes when a man sits alone in the forest, he can become insane. This is because in his solitude, he considers all of the nations of the world and their struggles with one another. Rabbi Nachman wrote this 100 years ago. When someone sits alone in the woods, they consider the nations of the world and their struggles with one another, and he is forced at every moment to embody a different aspect of these nations, which are all included within him. And he can go completely mad because of all of these worries and fears on account of the struggle of nations. 
So the experience that Rebbe Nachman had, sitting in the woods alone, that he thought could make one go crazy, was thinking of the nations of the world and their struggles with one another. Now their woods are very far from us here in Manhattan, and many of us don't go out into them, not nearly enough. But we can understand, I think, what Rebbe Nachman felt in those moments sitting alone in the forest contemplating the struggle of nations. In a word, it's powerlessness. And I feel it. When we sit and think about what's going on in the world around us, we are imminently powerless in the face of the Game of Thrones that's happening around us in nation-states. And yet we are also imminently going to be affected by it. Depending on what you read, and I haven't seen the news in over 20 hours, so who knows what's going on right now. We could suffer from higher gas prices to World War III. This is scary. and It's okay to feel scared. And Rabbi Nachman wants us, in fact, to think about this because he knows that sitting in the woods and thinking about our powerlessness could make one go mad. And yet, he says you have to. It's the only way to see God, says Rabbi Nachman. It's the only way to connect with the soul of the world. And Rabbi Nachman says, essentially, the soul of the world is sorrow. And only by contemplating our own sadness the darkness of the forest, only by really understanding it can we hope to come through. And for all of us here today, we feel this and we see this. And it might be about Ukraine and the wars of nations going on. It might be about a pandemic that we're still not through just yet. It might be about the threats of climate change, of you name it. There's a lot going on that we feel powerless to stop and powerless to do good. And Rabbi Nachman would ask us not to change the channel, not to focus on something small we can fix because we can't fix the large things, not to ignore the very real problems in our world. Rabbi Nachman says, you got to sit there, and you have to think about it. And you have to acknowledge that it's scary, you have to acknowledge that it's dark, and you have to acknowledge that there might not be anything we can do right now. But Rabbi Nachman doesn't leave it there. Rabbi Nachman continues after his warning to leave the woods after a time. And he says, the only remedy that I know of is to go back into the city to find people and to share your fears with them. Because they will share their fears with you. And in the sharing, says Rabbi Nachman, everyone's burden becomes less. And I want to thank, by the way, I forgot to say this, Rabbi Benjamin Resnick, who uh, wrote an article and showed me this Rabbi Nachman verse, uh, passage, because I was scared, and I didn't know what to say, and I called a friend, and I said, Ben, do you know anything? And he said, I got this Rabbi Nachman for you. It's good. And now I'm sharing with all of you. Hopefully my burden will be less and yours as well. Because what Rabbi Nachman asks us to do is how do we combat the powerlessness that comes when we feel solitude? Solitude is good, but only for a time. 
when we feel the weight of the world, when we are in the woods and wilderness, what Rabbi Nachman wants us to do is to come back out of it and share what we've learned with others, to come into community. And friends, that's exactly what Moshe and God knew thousands of years before this and tell us to do in this morning's Parsha. When they are in the original wilderness, leaving slavery in Egypt, how do we create something that will inspire, that will inspire, as Gavi spoke about, to let us know that God is there and that our community is there? We come together and we build the Mishkan. And in the special maftir that we read, we read that every single person has to bring a half shekel. Everyone has to be a part of building the Mishkan together. And in our Parsha of Ayakel, we read that everyone must give Nadiv Libo whatever their heart has in it. And that's read usually to mean, well, you know, however much you can afford to bring, you bring, or if you've got a lot of this or that, you bring it. But it says heart for a reason. Whatever you have in your heart, you have to bring to the building of a holy community together. Whatever there is, and it might not always be good, what's in our hearts might be scared. What's in our hearts might be jealousy. It might be anger. It might be hurt. All of that has to come together in order to build a community because only in sharing will it become any better. And the rabbis tell us that as we build the Mishkan, some people are given special wisdoms. Orly, as we talked about earlier today, some are given wisdom and they need to bring those. So please, God, if you have any special wisdom, help us out. Dr. Haas isn't in the room today. He was here last night to say, yeah, if you've got special wisdom, help us out in whatever the things are that we are facing. And if not, bring your half shekel because everyone needs to be a part of this. Everyone needs to be into the building of a mishkan, the building of a world together. So whatever the half shekel you have is, you got to show up. You have to let people who are in pain know that you care about them. Even if you don't know who they are, if they're members of this community or the global community, you have to keep reading, keep watching, be present and be counted. And then, if your heart moves you, if you have something you can do above and beyond and extra, well, then we need to contribute even more. We need to bring our full hearts and our full selves. And we, as the leaders of communities, we need to be ready for that and welcome people in with their full hearts and their full selves so that we can share. I'm scared, and I'm also very hopeful, friends. And I want to know how you feel. And I want you to come to me and share, and I want you to share with one another, because as Rabbi Nachman said, the woods are dark, and the woods can be scary, and the woods can look different. They might not all be the beautiful pine forests of Ukraine. They might be scarier still. They might be digital. Whatever the woods that make us feel alone and powerless are, there are ways out of those forests. There are ways out of those woods. And I want to finish another Hasidic tale of a man who was walking in the woods at night. And in the distance, he saw a torch coming towards him. And you can imagine, if you're alone in the woods at night and you see another person, you might think, oh, thank God, here's another person. You might think, 
who is this other person? It might be scary. So as this man comes closer and closer, and our rabbi feels a little bit of trepidation, he notices that the man carrying the torch is blind. The man carrying the torch is walking through the woods at night blind. And he says, stops him and says, Excuse me, how are you? Shalom Aleichem, Aleichem, Shalom, peace be unto you. I can't help but notice that you can't see. Why do you carry a torch with you? And the gentleman says, yeah, I can't see. Having a light doesn't help me. I carry a torch so that others can see me. And they can see that I'm blind. And maybe they'll offer to help me in the path out of the woods. So sometimes we are the person who sees someone in need and it's our job to help them out of the woods. And sometimes it's actually our job to shine a light on who we are, on our own needs, to make sure that we are seen, to make sure that we can be helpful and be helped and that in the sharing, all of our burdens will become less. Shabbat Shalom. Thank you for listening to Park Avenue Podcasts, a place to be to catch the music, sermons, and select programs of Park Avenue Synagogue. If you like what you are hearing or want to learn more about the community, please check out our website at www.pasyn.org. See you in shul.